Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. This is Orly. I'm Mia's 13-year-old daughter. My mom talked so much last week creating the Make December Matter experience that she lost her voice, so she asked me to introduce this episode. Before I do that, she wanted me to tell you that Make December Matter is now available, in case you missed it. She created a page that tells you all about it. There are three ways you can get it. From just getting all the talks and workbooks from the full day itself, to working with my mom for the month of December to go through the content and really do the work to get grounded and clear about what you want in 2020. Us kids like it when our moms take care of themselves, by the way. You can read all about the Make December Matter experience, see what people have said as they've gone through it already, and choose which way to get access yourself at www.makedecembermatter.com. My mom put the link in the show notes. She is hoping you sign up for VIP, because she thinks that it will guarantee great results. And usually she works for people for a year, not a month. So this is a great opportunity. On today's episode, my mom is actually having a conversation with one of the guests from Make December Matter. Leonie Dawson is an artist and illustrator with a $10 million business. She started her business about 10 years ago and works about 10 hours a week, leaving her time to be with and homeschool her two girls. My mom said this was the most commented on talk during the Make December Matter experience. Don't forget, if you love this and want over 60 planning sheets that come with the talks, go sign up at makedecembermatter.com. Let's get Leonie on the show. All right, you guys, I have the most amazing person on with us today to kick off our one day together, which is Leonie Dawson, who is near and dear to my heart for many reasons. So we started off this experience with a meditation and you hearing a little bit about my story. And now to kickstart the event, I have Leonie, who really actually is an important part of kickstarting my own planning experience. And I'll get into that story as we, and well, actually I'll tell it now. So basically I've always been a planner, but one year in particular in my entrepreneurial journey, It was Thanksgiving, so a little around now, and I fell on the ice while skating with my three kids. After like two seconds, I literally stepped on the ice and my whole arm shattered and I had to get surgery and it was a little bit dramatic. And I found myself for an entire holiday season on the couch. And in that time on the couch, I ordered this amazing planner created by the amazing Leonie Dawson. And I literally spent a month because she lives in a really warm place. So she's going to have to imagine this, that I live in a very snowy place at that time of year. And so there was fires and her planner and we just had so much fun for a month together because I was on the couch and it was, that was the first year. And that was probably like seven years ago, maybe. And that was the first time I realized how important and critical it is to my like mental health, my business, my myself as a mother to take time in December specifically to plan my life, to take stock on my, the year past, to move forward and to really plan the year ahead. And so since then I've created this space and that's why I've actually created this one day for you all. But I've since then like, you know, created boundaries in my own life to create that space, but it was, was indeed created not on purpose. (laughs) And I've done Leonie's planner every year since. So with no further ado, let's get her, let's hear her words, her wise words. Welcome Leonie. 
Oh Mia, that's an amazing story. I mean, I'm really sorry about your arm, but holy moly. Oh, good now. Yeah, right. And also <laughs> what a way to like have a little holiday from parenting as well as like, hmm, guess I'll go to hospital now. <laughs> that's the thing, like as a mother, like I was really ill with my second pregnancy with hyperemesis gravidarum. And then I thought to myself, I could go to hospital <laughs> and get admitted for a week and have some me time. Like that's, I mean, that's really? how it's so <laughs> great. the things that we think are great are unbelievable. So <laughs> before we dive in, cause I have some really specific questions that I want to make sure you answer today. Just tell us a little bit, just so people know if anyone who doesn't know you knows who you are and, and who you're the mom to and what you've created in your life. Cause it's truly spectacular. Bless you, precious. Uh, I am an artist and an illustrator and I don't know, I just like talking and I like sharing what I've learned on. And so I'll talk about and teach about anything and everything that I've experienced from uh, book publishing to money to um, creating online businesses to self-love to relationships to parenting, whatever. I'm, I'm here and I'll just share whatever I can to help. Um, I am the mom of two girls Star and Beth, and they're five and nearly ten. And um, I have created quite a large online business since. So since we've had kids, which is nearly ten years ago, uh, I've brought in over ten million dollars in revenue. And um, my husband and I have not worked. Well, we you know we have the business, but I only work about ten hours a week, and that's how I've always kept it, so we could keep like spend as much time as possible with the kids when they were little. Um, we've homeschooled as well. One kid is back at school now and it's been amazing. And um, yeah, we have a pretty gentle, creative life together. We just spend a lot of time together and I feel really, really blessed that I've been able to have businesses that fulfill my have creative urges and more than abundantly take care of us as well. All right. So in there, what I want all of us to take in is 10 hours a week <laughs> and $10 million, right? I mean, I feel like that's really important as a model, you know, as to be modeled for women that this is possible, that it doesn't have to be about 80 hours. And it's not us choosing between our kids and our well-being and our work. Like we don't have to choose between all those things. Like you have showed us that you can have them all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, of course, there's always a balance and it's always tricky. And even like trying to jam 10 hours a week can feel like an effort sometimes, especially when we were homeschooling both kids and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's, it's worth it. And people always say, yeah, but it's 10 hours now you've like, you know, created $10 million in revenue. You're like, no, it's always been like that. And it's, it's helpful that I had a, baby at the start who didn't sleep and cried constantly. So I didn't really have any time. <laughs> right. It wasn't a choice. You weren't choosing. It was like no. it was put on you. And if you wanted to have a successful business, you had to do it in the hours that were given to you. Exactly. All right. So one of the things that I hear the most from my audience is because I do have a 90 day planner and I talk a lot about planning is, and actually, in all honesty, the 90 day planner came out of yours because you stopped making a planner, <laughs> like the time that got you through the dates. And I needed something after I finished envisioning my life and my business, I needed something to take the next step. So that's where yeah. the flow planner actually came from. So 
what, but what is so interesting to me is the thing I hear the most, like, is I definitely attract people who are like me and I am an artist as well. And, you know, I'm a creative and I have all these desires and I want to be a really good mom and I want to do all these things. And so I always hear, but if I plan, I'm going to be this like rigid, like type A kind of person. And I want to be this like go with the flow, like creative kind of person. And I feel like the two clash. And so one of the reasons I knew you would be the perfect person to kick off and tell us this story is because I feel like you've really shown us the opposite, like that actually planning seems to have given you some sort of freedom that maybe you wouldn't have had without it because you really do embody this, like you call yourself a hippie and like, so you embody this like really free lifestyle yet you plan. So can you talk a little bit to that? Yeah, sure. So uh, for me, Personally, the way it that works for me, so with, with my workbooks, I'm setting the goals, I'm setting the dreams, I'm setting the vision of what I want to create and how I want to bring that in and like when I want to bring that in the year, it's completely up to me. So I'm very free on that aspect. Um, it's not like I then sit down and go, okay, well, this week I'm going to be doing like this part of the goal. There's times of the year where I feel like doing that, but a lot of the times of the year where I will resist that very heavily. Um, and so it's really just working with the energy that I have and also like looking back through those, through my goals, it just inspires me so much. All right, that's what I wanted to create. Oh, okay. This is the possibility. This is the option here. And so when I want to get more creative, more inspired, I turn back to my goals again and go, okay, what was that thing I wanted to create and like put more of it down on paper because we all get uninspired and we're all like, Oh, I'm not really sure what I should be doing. I'm not really like, like the goals can be like such a beautiful, like vision for us to hold on to. We can just keep creating in all different directions to make that come true. Okay. I love that. And tell us a little bit, because I know that the beginning pages of your journal are similar each year and they always share the statistic about success and yeah. making a plan. Do you have that statistic in your head? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, so 80% of people, most people don't think about their goals at all. Then 16% of people um, will think about their goals, but never write them down. 3% of people will write their goals down and just 1% will actually think about their goals, write them down and regularly review them. And it's that 1%, that tiny, tiny 1% that are among the most successful people in the world. And there's this quote that says, a millionaire looks at their goals once a day, a billionaire looks at them twice. So the closer you stay connected to the vision of what you want to create in your life, the faster it's going to manifest for you and um, you're going to keep pouring more and more energy into it. So with the goals workbooks, you know, what I like to see is that they're not pristine. I want them to be dog-eared. I want them to be well-thumbed. They have to feel like very like well-loved companions who are like the, the guiding light for, um, for your journey for the next year. And I don't know how I, I mean, I guess I came about this the year I broke my wrist, but I do feel like, and I, I don't know that you talk about this, but one of the reasons why I'm doing this right now is I actually do feel like there's magic in December. And I just feel like there's a magic space, like a magic creativity that is a little bit different than in other times of the year. This is my experience. Like, and I feel like in that month, I just get more ideas. I just feel inspired. Like I just think of all the Christmas sparkly lights and that pretty much like embodies like what I'm thinking in December. And 
So the idea to create this space in this month that like can sometimes be a little bit crazy as a mom, you know, and a business owner and all the things like we're coming to the end of our year. We want our revenue to be high. We want our kids to have the perfect holiday, like whatever it is. And so creating the space in this particular time, I find so, 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 so powerful. Um, and why yeah. we're here today is to like learn how to create the space basically so we can go do Leone's journals. <laughs> it's like, this is how, what we're going to do. So tell us some of the gems, like tell us some of, I mean, cause the journal's dense, like it's a lot of pages. So you really, it could take a whole month if you spent, you know, if you woke up every morning and spent a couple of minutes thinking about what you really want in your life and in your business, cause there's two separate planners, then, you know, it could take you, you could take some time and really go through it. So what are the, like, what are some of the gems that if we're going to, you know, maybe if we don't get the planner or we're just thinking about a couple things, like what do we really need to be thinking about? in terms of making a plan for it so i so the reason that i created the goals workbooks to begin with was because i was pregnant with my first kid and i was like "Ooh, i have a feeling it's gonna be hard <laughs> uh, spoiler alert it was hard um but i wanted to have something to hold on to like a vision that i could hold on to when things got really really difficult and it, it, in some ways like the vision for me was like the goals are like the mast of the ship that I could like tie myself to so even when the waves got crazy I could kind of still try and steer my own boat and not go overboard um, and um, when I looked around at all of the goals planners like well there, there wasn't really any goals planners available at that point in time um, and anything about goals was like really masculine, very black and white. And for me, I'm a really rainbowy kind of person. It doesn't look like it because I just look rainbowy at the moment. But I am like rainbows and unicorns <laughs> and mermaids. I love. Um, and so I wanted something that like inspired me. I wanted something that felt great to me. And as women, our lives weren't separate from and our, our mothering and relationships and creativity it wasn't it wasn't separate and it was worthy of setting goals for because usually when you look at goals they're just about business and money um, and so what I didn't what I wanted to do and what I created was these goals workbooks where you could set goals for every part of your life from your you know your spirituality to your health to your fit like you know what trips you want to take as a family um and you don't have to fill out the whole thing if you as like if you fill out more the person at the end of the year that you're going to be will thank you because <laughs> you're like yes and here's the thing like i've never like done a, like filled out a hundred percent of my journals it's not it's I not did. I feel <gasps> I, i'm like so like i feel bad if Full i don't star. fill it all out it's so good Go gold star and this and like like it's probably like indicative of our personality types right is that you are completely thrilled by the all-encompassing experience and i'll go for it but it's like even just filling out the bits that i do are so important and so critical um and it just makes an absolutely massive difference to your year and the same is true like when i created the business planner it was because a, a business friend of mine was like leone You've got the life book out. That's great. But 
I know you're doing some really fun things behind the scenes with your goals for your business and I need that book. So hand it over. Um, so I, de- I hereby dedicate. <laughs> oh, so the um, life yeah. one came first. Yeah, the life one came yeah. first. And then the business came came later. It was a hot requested thing. So uh, you, everyone can thank Hibiscus Moon from Hibiscus Moon Crystal Academy for for it being in the world because she pushed me into it. Um, and um, being able to like look at your goal, look at your business, what worked and what didn't, because that's a really big piece of the puzzle is looking at the last year, what worked for that part of your, your business, what didn't work. The same is true for life what worked and what didn't. Um, And you're going to get so much clarity from that experience. And it's like writing a business plan, but without having to write a business plan. It's like writing a marketing plan, but without having to write a fucking boring ass marketing plan. (laughs) I love it. No. And one of the things is like, you know, I'm such a rule abider, like it's a little bit sad and scary sometimes. But um, so at the beginning, you know, you really have us reflecting and I don't, I don't know. I don't, I wonder if that's not a feminine thing to do. I feel like that's a very masculine, like it's the look back. I feel like might've been one of the things that in the workforce divided us at some point, like we're less, like we just want to move forward and do the next thing I feel like as women. And, and, and we do, we do it great, but there is something about that look back. That's so magical. And you asked questions that were hard to answer for me. And so I remember just like, that's where I got a little bit stuck. But then at the end, it's like, you really get to honor yourself, which is another thing that we don't do very often. I think it's so important that we're like honoring each, you know, each step of our evolution because we're amazing. We are. Incredibly (laughs) so. All right. So what are, so so let me, I'm just trying to think back because I don't have my book in front of me because the next one's not out yet at, at the time that we're recording this. So one of the things I loved was the hundred list. What was the hundred list? What was that? What's the oh, fact? yeah. In, in both life and business, there's just like an all-encompassing, and people go free for all on this. It's just a list of a hundred things that you'd like to do that year, whether in your life or your business. Um, and it can be really hard coming up with a hundred things. And yeah. it means you like stretch in all different directions. And um, it's also a really exciting list to tick off. Um, and I love when people check in because we've got a really large Facebook group. So like 17,000 people, I think. And um, I love that everyone's like, going, oh, oh my God, how many did you do of your hundred list? Um, it's a good like measure for the year. Yeah. And there's something interesting because you did stop doing the part where you have the calendar after the year, which I'm sure was on purpose. But what the thing that's kind of interesting about that is there's something about a plan that it is for the year. Like you're, you're telling us to look at the year ahead, but it doesn't feel limited by time because we're not, you're not constantly reminding us of time in the same way that maybe we're constantly reminded of. Is that intentional? Uh, no, not really. It's not intentional. It's just how my brain works. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like super methodical. So, um, you know, it's a, it's about 12 months ish. Like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's about a cycle of the, the, the earth traveling around the sun. I love it. All right. So clearly you created this for yourself. So will you just yeah. tell us a little bit about how you use the process? Um, each sure. year, like what, what it looks like for you to plan your year, since clearly you've done a good job at creating life. And you know, like I I will 100% say that the, that my business success is completely due to these workbooks because they've just helped me 
plan and set goals in a way that I wouldn't have, like, it wouldn't have occurred to me. I'm not somebody who would have pulled out a, a business plan or a marketing plan in that way. But give me some mermaids and some unicorns and some journal prompts. Like, I'm all over it. Um, so for me, uh, the workbooks, I tend to, it always seems for me is that I start working on them after Christmas. It feels like to me, like the energy starts building up towards Christmas. Um, now I, maybe it's a little bit different here in Australia, but I intentionally don't have like super hyped Christmases either. Um, don't go over the top. Uh, it's just another day of the year. Um, and of course we still have like a nice, a nice time, but I don't want to like turn it into something that comes at a great, that comes at a great energetic cost or an environmental cost to the planet either. Yeah. Um, you yeah, guys are in so, your, you're in your, you're in your summer then. Is that true? Because you're on the, yeah. Office. yeah. So I think one of, one of the reasons it might be hyped here a bit more in the States is because we're, we have this like two week break, right? It's like our winter break. So it's like we've been working, working, working all fall. And then we have this break that involves this major holiday. And then we go back, you know, and then we're plopped, plopped into the new year. And so I just feel like, especially for parents, it's just, I don't know. It just comes with so much baggage. It's silly. But, but I agree. I do start thinking about it sort of after Christmas, but it takes me the month of December to just like really like calm everybody down enough that I can take that time by the fire. When everyone's yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it's about between December and New Year I start. Um, I'm never finished by New Year and it usually takes me about till the end of January. So I sort of, and that's not working on it diligently every day. I'm not an everyday kind of person. It's more like, okay, fits and bursts, fits and bursts. I'm definitely like out of the, the tortoise and the hare, I'm, I'm 100% a hare. Um, <laughs> so, so like fits and bursts and then I'll have a nap. Fits and bursts. Um, and then I just set myself a deadline, like, right, come on, let's do this. Like, let's finish up by end of January. Um, and it just, it feels magical. I feel so blessed to like be able to do the, the end of year review. Such a beautiful thing, like to look back and have gratitude and insight and clarity for what's happened. Um, it really, it's like doing a therapy session, but even better, I think. Well, I mean, therapy sessions are great, but it just gives you so much um closure of all the things that have happened and you start looking at like all the cell lessons that you've learned because even when it's a hard year there's some really big you know there's lots of gold to be mined there so and do you have any and you're so honest about that which is so awesome like you know of mm. all the, the hardness and the and the good you're like you're honest about it all which is so inspiring to watch because we all have it all um so what uh, is terrible about your life right now <laughs> No, that was not my question. I know. <laughs> come up with so I, I know because I know your story that, you know, you, you had this goal to start this business and that, you know, you eased it up and you didn't know what it would be at the very beginning, but you like worked it up to this thing. But then at some point you started having these big goals. Like you grew, like you, you challenged yourself to grow a oils business or something. Right. And grew it in a year, like very big. So yeah. how, have you always given your permit self permission to set big goals or like, was that a learned thing? Cause I feel like that's something I also hear a lot. Like just people either struggling with what they could do in a year or people just struggling to imagine or saying like, they'll do it after motherhood, you know, like all these sorts of things that just keep us 
small. Yeah, I, I don't have anything super relatable to share because I've always been somebody who has very, very large goals. Okay. Um, in fact, I found a um, like a report card from when I was in primary school, uh, like elementary school, and um, <laughs> the number one refrain from teachers was like, Leonie sets very large goals for herself. Um, and then can be disappointed if she doesn't meet them uh i don't know if i'm i'm like I, i'm not broken hearted by any level on any level if i didn't meet the goal um but yeah i love i love big goals like why not i love big goals and i cannot lie um and i just don't see the point in waiting we only get one one round at the rodeo and plus it's so much more fun to be achieving your goals like wouldn't you want to be having more fun and i also like jokingly tell people like oh guys like only listen to me and do what i say like if you want to be like richer and happier and have more time with your kids and enjoy yourself more like if you don't want that don't listen to me don't bother we should all listen. I think we all, everyone here wants that at least. All right. So, and if you don't reach your goals, it's okay. Right. I mean, part of the process is just to get it all out of your head. Like you're not going to yeah, reach really. all hundred goals. Yeah. Right? And also like there's that whole quote, you know, like if you reach for the stars and fail, you know, you'll still land on the moon. Like the moon's a great place to be like it's sweet as like, I'm sure my original goal goals would have added up to like $15 million a year or whatever. And I've only reached 10 million. Like, oh God, like how difficult. Like, <laughs> no, it's still pretty bonza. And this is where like, you know, copious amounts of self-love come in. I just think you're a bonza chick, Leanna. You did, the, you, you did what you could in this period of time and this phase of your life. Like when you don't have kids at home, like you'll have probably more energy. So, hey, you know, let's just let's just treat this as a little retirement process and then we'll come out of retirement. But in the meantime, let's just keep dreaming big and making it happen as much as we can. And making a plan for it, right? Yeah. I love it. All right. So I, I'm hoping we convince people. Do you have anything else that you want to say just about the subject of planning for anyone who's like, just feels like it's too structured for them or too hard, or I don't know, some, like for some reason they're not leaning into this idea of, taking the time to make a plan in advance here's like so here is my like i will stop talking to about goals to you like to everybody so just get the workbooks just like promise me they've they've been used by over 350,000 people worldwide now they've been done used for over 10 they've been used over 10 years now this is our 10th year at, at edition the reason they're so popular is because they freaking work. So get the workbooks, whether you've got a life or a business, if you've got both, use both. Um, do it. Try it out for a year. If it makes a difference to your year, hooray! Otherwise, you can just carry on and do whatever you're doing with your life right now. Like, like don't don't listen to me if you're already like hugely hugely happy with where you're at if you're not then give this a go see how it goes you've got one year that's like you know one eightieth of your life you'll spend a few days on it work on it see if you get results and, and then if, you have, if it doesn't like you're an anomaly <laughs> yeah and if you have i mean if you have big goals it's like 
why wouldn't you spend $30 to like help with your big goals? You know, cause it's not like that big investment. And we are giving two away for free today. So if you're listening to this in real time, just make sure you're in that Facebook group because there will be some given away. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for your time and for being here and for just inspiring us all to make a plan and showing us that it doesn't mean that we're not these free spirited souls. Totally. Oh, Mia, you're a darling. And I appreciate the effort you've put into like making your space look magnificent as well. Look at you. You look adorable. Your space looks adorable. 10 out of 10, darling. Well, we're at my kitchen table. It's where all the talks happen, right? <laughs> at the end of the show, my mom always shares three doable actions. So you can take what you've learned and use it in your own life. Here are the three from this interview. One, look at the past year. Look at what worked and what didn't. Take time to look back and have gratitude and insight and clarity for what's happened. Understanding that is a huge piece of the puzzle to setting goals for moving forward. Two, make a hundred list. Make a list of a hundred things you want to do in your business and in your life. It can be really hard coming up with a hundred things, which means you stretch in all different directions. It's a really exciting list to tick off. Three, give yourself a deadline. You don't have to complete your 2020 planning in one sitting. Take time to do the year in review. Take time to think about the questions and dream, but give yourself a deadline. Then choose what works for you, setting aside a little time each day or doing a sprint to finish up, but finish it and check back regularly throughout the year. This is the first step my mom is taking with the VIPs, by the way. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.